and what's going on? I am in the process of moving, like I've already told you. Tomorrow we leave for the new homeland. I am extremely excited. It feels weird to leave California, but I am stoked. The state we're going to is in the south. Gosh, I should just talk about it. You're going to figure it out eventually anyway. We're moving to Texas. Oh my God. I am so excited. Um, why I'm telling you that, because I wanted to talk about um, something I was just thinking about or what I have been thinking about. Um, I'm from Georgia, born and raised 25 years, lived in California for 10 years. Um, I'm really excited to go back to basically my roots, which is southernness, conservative, Christian loving values. And I'm also really excited to experience Texas, of which I've only stopped over there, you know, once in like Shamrock, Texas, while we were driving my car to California. Um, but Texas to me has always felt like, first of all, I'm going to be honest here. I had no idea Texas was a part of the Confederate uh, states or uh, what is it, Mason-Dixon line thing, you know, the South, you know, Confederacy. Um, being in the lockdown and whatnot has made me be really hungry for history. And I've done a lot of research and um, historical watching of videos about the Civil War and 1776 and all that jazz. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize, I guess, I'm not, I'm not surprised in any way that Texas was a part of the Confederacy. Um, but I've, al I've also always felt that Texas was kind of like their, their passion and their um, drive was kind of like a summary of the other Southern states as like a one entity. Um, you know, I feel like their loudness and proud deep in the heart of Texas, um, gun toting 2A and all that stuff and redneck stuff, which I love by the way, um, is kind of like, it's, I, I feel like it's different from Georgia South stuff. And I'm really excited to see if that's true or not by living there. And I'm, I'm really also excited to ask the locals, why do you love Texas? What makes you so passionate about Texas in general, not as not not in a way of like me judging them, but I want to know what drives them to be so proud of it because I think it's exciting and it just seems like it's a different version of the South I'm used to growing up in. So I'm beyond. I mean, over, I'm over the moon to go back to my what you know roots. Really, being California, like I've said, is is truly like a cancer. Um, it's funny that all the friends that I met, I, I basically like. <laughs> I, I had all this animosity and like hatred towards my family, you know, and I just happened to meet my husband in Georgia, but he was living in California at the time. So I moved out to California and I was over the moon about that to get away from my family. I was all like proud of that and get away from the conservative values and um, all that stuff. Because I did feel like, I guess, that I was being judged, especially from my um, parents, especially from my mom. My mom. Um, and my family, really, that I was never accepted, like, to this day. But I've learned to, you know, just grow up with that or not let it bother me as much. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, to where I really embraced uh, leftist California ideas. And I do love the that part of California, which is, like, you can be whatever you want to be. I know I've already said this, but I think I am going to miss that. And I am a little bit concerned about what kind of judgments I'll get from Texans. But at the same time, I'm much more... I think growing up an adult where I won't be like, oh, that person looked at me or, oh, that person judged me. I'm now at the place in my life where I'm like, well, that's that's on them. And I'm not going to like hate these people or anyone if they judge me like it's human to judge. And 
I, oh well, like that's not a big deal to me anymore. You know, I used to live with that self victim, self victimhood complex and, and whatever. I'm just excited to see what's going on in Texas. So I'm just going to do something interesting here. Um, I apologize if the audio is weird because I'm not using the usual microphone. Um, I'm going to go through my, oh, first of all, this is crazy. As you guys know, I've been banned from, uh, Twitter. Um, I had the whole list of oh, Patreon. Um, I've been put in timeout, you know, uh, let's see, Instagram. Oh, I've been banned from over it. You know, I'm just, all of these platforms, like nearly all of them, I've been either put in timeout for, you know, oh, YouTube as well, like as you, as you guys know, or maybe you don't know this, um, I got a two-week ban for putting up a David Icke speech, which is on my Odyssey, so what's cool about Odyssey is that it uploads whatever I uploaded to YouTube, even the videos that did get yanked from YouTube, so make sure to please check out my Odyssey, because the videos that get yanked that you'll never see if you only hang out on YouTube are on Odyssey. Not that I, I mean, here's the thing. I saw this video. David Icke was speaking to New York freedom fighters recently. And uh, <laughs> like, there's nothing that sounds like he's against vaccines or anything in the damn speech. It's just, I'm noticing this trend of like, you know, the moving of the goalposts of bans and timeouts on social media that used to be like, oh, it was actually, I could kind of see that ban. But now it's just ridiculous off the walls. Like I'll see like COVID uh, fact checker stamp on Instagram photos where I'm like, why the hell is that even there? It has nothing about vaccines, COVID, like nothing. What I'm noticing now is that they'll ban things that encourage free speech and independent thought, which is, you know, you should be fucking terrified. Not, I wouldn't say terrified, but cause I don't want, no one should be living in fear. You should be very aware that that's where the goalpost is moving to. And I, I'm not making this shit up, man. It's just wild to see this and also remind myself of, wait a minute, they didn't used to be like this. So what they banned me for, I'm not even kidding. This was a photo I saw on Twitter um, and it says, happy, I'm I'm going to mispronounce this, Otoya Yamaguchi Day, everyone. On this day, October 12th in 1960, Otoya Yamaguchi took out the leader of the Socialist Party of Japan on live TV with a samurai sword and communism never had a chance to take root in any meaningful way in Japan. So it's that caption and the photo of the guy like lunging back to thrust forward the samurai sword like a fucking badass. And the guy in the photo that you're looking at, by the way, this was posted on Twitter and I screen grabbed it and posted it to Instagram. It's a piece of paper. It's the most like, it's an incredible photo. Um, And I was like, wow, that's insane. Like that happened. So I looked at the Wikipedia. Wikipedia is trash anyway. It's run by uh, furries and uh, trannies men. Um, that also erased women's history in sports on Wikipedia anyway, which was wild. Um, yeah, like this is all on, they also listed it as a toy as like, I shit you not, like a right wing extremist. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But I mean, that is an actual thing that happened in history. Um, it's, a, it's a real thing. Nothing about that says COVID, nothing about that says, yeah, let's kill people. Like me saying that. I posted that photo and that's what got me my final ban on Instagram. Um, you know, I've gotten like, beware, your account may be deleted multiple times on Instagram where I just felt like they were bluffing. Meanwhile, I'm, I knew it was going to happen one day. So um, I just, you know, it happened yesterday and I'm like, oh, wow, holy shit. What's interesting about bans and whatnot on social media, I'm noticing there's like levels of bans where um, I think that you're like ultra, like super suspended on let's say Twitter and you go to that person's profile and they're, you know, 
follower count, fo- the persons they're following, um, posts are all zero and there's no photo and um, it says it's been suspended and that's like a real ban. But what happened on my original Twitter distorted, at Distorted Lens was the whole DMCA music copyright shit, which is hilarious. They wanted me to put my name, address, phone number, sign this like lawyer shit where I'm like, hell no. Like sign, a, like agree to some legal stuff. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know a damn thing about it. I feel like I need a lawyer on hand for this one. I'm not doing this. I'm not bending the knee to Twitter. So I, I'm leaving that account in like that um, uh, purgatory state where it's not like ultra banned because if you go to that profile, it still says, I believe like follower number. It's not, it doesn't look like the, uh, like severely, uh, suspended accounts, um, where it's kind of like you, I think you have a chance of bringing it back where it, it has that look of, you can actually see, um, I think the amount of people I'm following, I don't know. It's, it's interesting where I feel like there's different levels. So that's what I feel like is happening on Instagram because let me look at the photos um, that I screen grabbed. Uh, let's see. Um, your account has been disabled. Your account has been disabled. Follow the next steps within 30 days. So you can request a review. I have to do the, I'm not a robot capture thing. Um, which is like select all squares with traffic lights. Um, let's see. So, and then it's like, um, there, I'm like waiting on some team where I thought I had a photo of that. I'm like waiting on some, let me see if I can find it. Uh, um, well, wherever it is, I'm, I'm basically waiting on some team to, <laughs> there it is. Uh, it says I have to provide my phone number, which I'm like, all right, whatever. I think I already done that though. Thank you for providing your info. We'll review your info. And if we can, if we can confirm it, you'll be able to request a review in the help center, capitalize help center within approximately 24 hours. Um, I should try to log in again. And I tried and it was being weird. Oh, it was saying the internet isn't working, which I'm like, no, what? Yeah, it is. I'm like, what? Uh, so that's weird. I'm like, what? Request a review. Okay. Um, alrighty. So I guess I'm waiting. I have heard of people getting their accounts back and I, I have faith that I'll get it back. Not that I'm like, Oh God, into the world. Cause I've already have my backup, which is at distorted lens 2.0. Um, so I did a test run of that photo to upload it on my other like old makeup artist account and nothing happened there. It's still hanging out there, which is hilarious. Um, and also weird. So I'm just trying to figure out the game of the social media basically here. Uh, Facebook's owned or Instagram's owned by Facebook. And I, you know, if, if the same photo is able to stay up on my other account that I haven't had strikes against, I have to wonder what, it seems like someone is reporting my shit. Um, you know, a hate follow. I, I suppose that's what it feels like. I don't know. So, um, who cares about all this shit? So yeah, I go to my, okay, I go, actually I finished because I went to my second account. I started posting some photos and then all of a sudden it's like something went wrong. Please try again later. And I can't upload the same photo. It was the same photo, by the way, that guy stabbing someone in Japan. And then it says, you've been logged out. Please log back in. It was like, we suspect, or we had, there's like weird activity on your account on my new account. I was like, what the hell? Come on, man. So on my new account, I posted a video of this guy talking to these two uh, women on this like boat about why are you wearing the mask and, you know, think for yourself. It's just crazy. And that one got freaking removed. I'll try to remember to put it in here. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to go to my garage band, change this to time, 1141. I don't have a pen. Bear with me. I'm not going to have time to uh, edit this just because we are literally still packing. 
Um, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, that was just like, why would this get yanked? It says your post goes against our guidelines on harmful false information, which is, I'm like, what? How the hell is this? What? We want to keep Instagram a safe place for everyone. We don't allow certain things, including graphic violence, hate speech, harassment, and bullying, nudity, and sexual activity. In this video of this guy talking to these two chicks about basically trying to get him to wake up, has none of that. And I'm like, what the F, dude? It's actually crazy because this guy is encouraging these people to think for themselves. Um, and I'm just like, wow, you know, that's, <laughs> it's obvious what they're doing. Um, let's see here. What else do I have? Yeah, let's do some news stuff. Jim Pisaki's like, we know that the federal law overrides state law. And I don't think that's true at all. Tenth Amendment says the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Um, so just it's it's crazy. Biden's, you know, government crap is just uh, embarrassing. And not that I know and have lived through every president in the U.S. history, but I feel like he's absolutely worse. But anyway, there's a sexy vaccine costume that it looks like she's wearing a um, you know, uh, tank top, you know, uh, short, it looks like a, um, Caucasian skin color latex dress. I know it's not latex. That would, that would be way more expensive than $55.95. And, you know, the, the, her, the color of her dress is basically skin tight and matching sort of her skin color. And it, as her headband is a oversized syringe sticking in out of her head. And it's called sexy vaccine costume. What the fuck, dude? Uh, love it or hate it, have a little fun this Halloween in this sexy va- vaccine costume. This costume includes a nude, wet, l- ew, what? Nude, wet look mini dress with tank sleeves and a unique syringe style headband. Oh, what the fuck? I mean, come on, dude. How stupid do you have to be? Oh, uh, like just WTF. Uh, this is amazing and made me scream and rejoice and thank God. Gre- Governor Greg Abbott says no Texas businesses can inf- uh, can force employee to take that COVID-19 vaccine. Rebuking President Joe Biden, the Republican governor issued an order banning coercion. Abbott said the Biden am- administration is bullying business. Experts predicted Abbott's effort would fail. Um, and that was put out by the Dallas Morning News and... While it's a, I think he said it's executive order. Um, I hope this becomes, you know, because executive orders is like, I'm going to do this. It's not actually written in law, but I hope that is legit and I I believe it. And I think that's freaking amazing because it says a lot about Texas. Not that I am saying Abbott's all sunshine and rainbows and perfect. You know, the southern border is absolutely wide open and I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Like why he hasn't, uh, he seems to be now focusing on his efforts of, I guess, working on it, but I don't know what, you know, would have taken so long for that to uh, happen. Let's see. Um, um, I guess I'll give you some more random uh, moving updates. We called 1-800-JUNK, and just an FYI, if you want to ever use that business, their minimum uh, amount of money that you can spend is $200. So we threw away our sectional sofa, which is three sections, and, like, my old desk, uh, a nice table that no one, you know, bought, um, cause I had it listed on Craigslist and next door and whatnot, and no one came in and got it. So you just, we can't, you know, some of the stuff, which is like, well, we didn't have room, honestly, which is crazy. Cause we ordered the large pod, um, which has been really stressful beyond belief, you know, moving on our own and packing it ourselves. Um, but it's great. Cause my husband is an incredible Tetris packer. Um, 
what else? Uh, yeah, so that it was wound up being a total of three hundred thirteen dollars, which was great. And the guy um, working the you know two guys showed up with two trucks, and the young young kid uh, was wearing a mask, and I was like, hey, you don't have to wear a mask around us, dude. And he was kind of talking to my husband at the same time, and he looked at me, kind of like laughed, chuckled a little bit, and um, you know he was my husband was telling him like what items to dump. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm leaning on the side of the building, going free freedom like whispering it to him and he looked at me and chuckled again and so we paid him and they left and I was like is your business making you wear the mask and he was like uh no no he said no and I was like well then what is it are you afraid of being tattled on or something and he was like no man I just I just don't I just don't care anymore and you know I think that says a lot about people that they don't even know why they're wearing it. Um, they're just wearing it because it's like, oh, well, people people won't harass me. People won't say anything to me because I'm a fucking pussy. Uh, and I don't know how to stick up for myself and my freedoms and just breathe. Um, where I feel like people, it's a, it's a uh, comfort blanket wearing the mask. You know, it gives, you, it gives these people this uh, level of... Um, courage and not a really not a good way at all of, to be an asshole I'm not saying all of them are but you know maybe you don't know but a lot of them feel like they have the authority to be just way out of line because they're technically pretty anonymous like if you're taking a photo of them you don't know who this person is so I feel like it gives them that like you don't know who I am like I know that's why they're doing it you know just being out of line um and also you know if you go into a store it is nerve-wracking. Like, we went to uh, REI, and I'm like, oh, that's the most woke shit ever next to Whole Foods, especially in California. Although, what's interesting is that we went to, into REI in Colorado, and no one said shit. Uh, we went to the grocery store. Like, no one said... And the, the mask thing, I think, was, you know, put on the, the front doors and whatnot. Um, for some reason, I knew that... I thought that Colorado was less woke, and I was less... I was more uh, fearless in Colorado, but when I went into REI with no mask... Or before we even got in there, we're driving there, and I'm like so anxious. I felt sick to my stomach of like, I don't want to be hassled. Um, I just don't want to deal with this shit. I just want to like not wear a mask and live my life, okay? So we go in, and you know, I'm like nervous, and I'm like trying to, anxious and trying to get my husband to hurry up. And someone comes over and is like, hi. Um, first of all, do you guys have your masks? And my husband was like, yep. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay, and then walks away. <laughs> We don't even put them on. Uh, and then she's like, do you need any help? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, why the fuck did you say you need help, man? You're going to draw attention to us. So I was like, I can't handle this shit. Like, I already showed him which, because uh, we were getting mattresses. Or not mattresses, but uh, uh, sleeping bag, sleeping bags and pads, because we have nothing in this apartment, so we needed to sleep on something. We went a night without sleeping on pads, and it was a little rough. So I was like, here, this is the one I want. I'm going to wait outside. So he comes uh, and outside and he has a mask on I'm like who made you do it or how show me tell me how it happened he was like it was a young kid over into the cooler section and he told the kid which is what I also did at the dentist he said you know you're making me do this and he's like okay and I'm like nah we got to come up with a better phrase than that because you know as a young person telling an older person or anyone like what to do people are getting off on this like for sure being authoritative you know being like a (laughs) I wanted to say a leader, but, you know, telling people to do and having them actually comply must be really a power trip to these people, even on a subconscious level. Not that, you know, even if they're not doing it intentionally. Anyway, um, 
you know, imagine being bullied and you tell someone to do something. Like, do what I do as I say and they comply. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't stand it. Anyway, I, th- I thought that was interesting. I was a young person. But then there's an older man who helped him out with the sleeping bags, I think. And my husband told him, he was like, thanks so much for not hassling me about the mask. And the guy was like, no, dude, no, no problem, dude. Which is just so interesting, you know, how a young person is like, put your mask on. And then the older man's like, I don't go fog, you know. That's amazing. And I don't know. So then, ah, oh, deja vu. Um, let's see, where else? Oh, we went to this coffee place. And I was like, I'm not going in. And, you know, he goes in. And they tell him, I think he has to put a mask on. And then someone behind the counter is like, no mask, no service. God, oh my God. So essentially my husband's like taking a beating going into these, like running all these errands, you know, last minute errands. They also went to Home Depot and I told him, um, I'm like, last time I, I went to Home Depot, I didn't wear a mask and I know the mask mandate was enforced or whatever. And no one has, I got in and out and he did the same thing. He got in and out without wearing a mask and no one told him to put it on. And I was like, I think it's because Home Depot is just like, fuck it. Like so many people are coming and people that go to Home Depot are the kind of people that know what they're getting. Like people go to Target, Walmart and these places and like window shop and take their sweet ass time. Or I think there's more time and Target. Did I already say that? Yeah. There's more time to be like, oh, put your mask on. But when you're like, people, when you go into Home Depot, you get your item and leave usually. So, you know, that's great. And I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um... Let's see. Our pod guy came to pick it up this morning. And by the way, pods people are great. They're at least, you know, I don't know if this is like all of the pods company everywhere, but um, they gave us a window of like 1145 to 230. They're going to pick up the pod and they were right on time, like at 1145. So and as um, they dropped it off as well. Um, And the guy that was driving the pod thing was like, hey, man, I used to live in the apartment complex like right next to us. And he lives in like Manteca, California now. And he was like, I, for the same price I'd have in that apartment, I now have a home. And we were like, yep. And I was like, let me, I was like, do you love it there? And he was like, oh yeah. Like out of being out of the city, having a home, not being a libtard nation. Cause there are uh, sections in California, like I basically like in any other state, honestly, that you go outside of the cities and there's freedom. Like I said in the uh, previous podcast, that uh, cat hospital lady, said wherever she lives uh somewhere you know it's obviously not the city they they, she's like we don't do we don't have the mask thing um so i've been to chico which is a beautiful small town in northern california um i just love any small town honestly like it's one of those things i guess i didn't realize how much i miss um like the america i grew up with until i go to the small towns in california really um i'm really sad to leave my church i think i've already mentioned that calvary san jose if you know anyone who lives in California or in the Bay Area, tell them to go to Calvary San Jose. It's freaking amazing. Pastor Mike is incredible. And if you're interested, they always have their sermons um, live, and you can watch the previous ones on YouTube, which is uh, amazing. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just getting, I'm going to be so sad, you know. I'm, think, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm really sad leaving uh, Calvary. I freaking love it. So the, also, this is the two-week ban of God on YouTube. Um, oh, and I just got 906, whatever. I don't care about the follower count, but I got the, like, I can post on my YouTube wall now because I have no followers, I guess. Um, but now I was, I was going to post there to be like, Hey you guys, I, I'm not going to be able to upload until, you know, another week because I have a two week ban. But then that, that like YouTube wall thing is also disabled. I was like, so funny. I'm going to be like suspended and banned from YouTube before I reach a thousand followers or thousand subscribers. Cause that's when you get the monetization. I don't give a shit about that though, because I'm not going to be as if any of my stuff's going to be monetized. Give me a break. Number one, I cuss too much. Number two, it's too much truth. 
Um, it says, hi, Disorder Lens. We have reviewed your appeal for the following content. David Icke sends a chilling message to New York City. We read your content carefully and have confirmed that it violates our medical misinformation policy. We know this is probably disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. <sighs> How this affects your channel. We won't be putting your content back up on YouTube. If your appeal was a warning, you will not be giving another warning in the future. If your appeal was for a strike, the strike will remain in your channel. It's like timeout shit. It's hilarious. You can find more information. Oh, whatever. Lame. Um, uh, what else? I'm just literally going through my photos. Oh, I sold my car to my neighbor. That's great. Yay. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. Did I talk about the White Rose Army? If you are on Telegram, go to t.me forward slash join the White Rose um, and buy yourself a thermal printer. It's a printer. I use it for my labels for, um, shipments and packages from my website shop, which is lindsayplatoceanart.com forward slash shop, which is on pause for right now, um, as we're going to be moving. And our pod is going to be arriving to, uh, Texas, like at the end of the month. Um, so unfortunately the orders will be on pause, but thermal printers don't use ink. Um, I guess the expensive part, um, potentially is the paper, but, you can basically, when you join that Telegram um, group, uh, join the White Rose, they have this whole how to print from a thermal printer, all the art and stickers that they have, which is, they're really great. Um, here's some examples. Live in fear. It makes you easier to control. If you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes truth. And then it, you cross it out and it says COVID-19. A little girl is putting that up there on the wall. Breaking news. Breathing fresh air is not going to kill you, but the experimental vaccine might. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, a pandemic so deadly, it stops existing when you switch off your TV. Um, these are all different stickers. Good evening, new good evening, something I can't read it because the photo cropped it out. Good evening, news. It's six o'clock, and here's what we want you to think. I don't know, it's just really great stickers. Here's another one. One day it will dawn on you that the people you ridiculed and dismissed as conspiracy, conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers were just friends and family members who cared about you enough to tell you the truth. This one says, resist New World Order. Um, they're really great. Like, but you can buy a cheap thermal printer um, and then just print to your heart's content and stick these wherever you are and be be a part of your really one man army because you're doing your stickering yourself. Um, yep. Let's see. I'm deleting like old photos of crap we try to sell, like SodaStream. No one's gonna buy a SodaStream. It's one of those things that if you I saw it at Goodwill a while ago and I was like, mm, must not be a good product. So I don't even know why I'm gonna buy one for myself. They're freaking expensive. No one would buy it, you know. It's just like, make yourself bubbly water. Pointless. Um, I guess. I don't know what else to report on. I can go peruse the Twitchers. Let's go on a Twitter. La, 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 la. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Creepy child actors that are like, I, I, something about, just a lot of child actors being like, I want the vaccine. Give me the vaccine clearly acting. It's creepy from Australia. Starting tomorrow in Italy, you must be vaccinated if you would like to be able to work in the country. If not, they are finding people in garnishing wages. This also applies to those who are remote working. Science? Question mark From Dr. David Samadhi on Twitter, which is you. Yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, Kyrie Irving, who is a basketball player, is basically being shut out of uh, his career because he won't get the um, death clot jab. And he's been speaking out about that, which is amazing. Good, good for him. Like incredible. He is on, you know, has a big platform and him and Joe Rogan 
have been, you know, a lot of people have just been really using their, I guess, their celebrity power for real good. Um, a lot of rumors, not even rumors, but a factualness of grocery stores being completely empty. Or not, excuse me, not completely empty, but um, parts of the grocery store are being empty. And I wonder what that is, Biden's America. There's a lot of photos as well and videos of cargo ships just hanging out in the waters, being put on hold, and the facilities where they have those big uh, containers. Um, I know there's one in like the Berkeley area where they're just containers like stacked up, not being used. And those areas are, man- are um, run by robot vehicles, which is also creepy. Uh, but it seems like they're creating an artificial um, drought of food and shit. It's just, I can't believe this is happening to America, but I'm like, communism is starting. And rumors of people talking about, you know, the unvaccinated or going to have issues with their credit cards, you know, at some point. We're not going to be able to use it, which is why I'm like, get the money out of your bank, um, stock up on food, uh, buy a gun, um, literally watch videos about um, being able to survive. I know, I think Brett Weinstein actually wrote a book about that recently. And um, like I was saying last podcast, uh, Warrior Poet Society has wonderful videos about um, I think they're called go-to packs where you, um, you know, they're stacked with like compass, food, whatever, all that stuff, rope, you know, emergency stuff. Highly recommended. Um, this is weird. We, you know, <laughs> why are there, um, sleeping bags that are like for women? The one that I got is, I'm just like, whatever, for women, let's get it. Literally it says engineered for women. Our women's is range is, uh, excuse me, our women's is range of highly technical mats and sleeping bags are engineered for your physiology to provide a better fit and extra warmth where it's needed most. And I'm like, I'm a woman. I don't understand where women, as opposed to men, have certain body parts that need more warmth in general. And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds fake, but I'm like, I don't know. Is that true? I'm like, I'm open to being schooled or educated. Um, I hate that phrase. Educate yourself, but it's true. I mean, I'm, I'm, if there's a factual thing about that, I guess I can understand that, but it sounds fucking bogus. Like, um, I also, it's annoying how they're like, it's engineered for your physiology. I'm like, how can you let me know how I like to know how you can't just say shit and not let me know. You can't expand and not expand on that. Cause it sounds bogus when you don't expand on it. To provide a better fit. What? It's like a, my, my sleeping bag is a, is a rectangular sleeping bag. What? And extra warmth where it's needed most. I'm like, if I have to guess where women need warmth more, I would, I'm like, I don't know. Like you're over. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. What? I honestly am just what I'm. And then I'm like, maybe me myself, like I have like cold feet sometimes and hands, but that's not it at all. I'm like, it sounds fucking bogus. I don't know. Someone let me know if it's true. I doubt it. This is from Zuby. He's great. He speaks a lot about you know, just freedom and free speaking. He tweeted this out. They want you to be godless, sexless, genderless, childless, depressed, anxious, afraid, fat, drug addicted, lonely, physically weak, mentally weak, in debt, isolated, living in a pod, eating bugs, and dependent on the state for everything. So true. So very true. Um, let's see. This is another. These are just random tweets that I liked. You're welcome. It's my curated wall. Uh, anywhere you see the word representation, substitute the word marketing because that is what's happening. They do not care about your identity. They care about your money. That's from some random person. Sour patched lids. 
there's quite a few, um, this is Alaska Airlines, and I have seen it with American Airlines where they're um, sticking the Gadsden flag, don't tread on me. Um, one, this one is an Alaska Airlines back door, or I guess the side back door, where they managed to wedge the flag amazingly on the outside of the plane, which makes me wonder if it actually stayed. I don't know if it's like that when they just docked it or what, because I'm like, that would fly off, dude. Um, unless they secured it really well on the inside. I don't know. I think it's, anyway, uh, but I think that's great. Don't tread on me is basically don't, it's kind of like, don't fuck with me. Uh, let me just look it up. I don't want to, um, don't fuck with me. Otherwise I'll fuck with you kind of a thing. But let me actually, um, tell you what it is. Cause it's one of those things like, what is don't tread on me? If the website will load. Um, the Gadsden flag is often described as the American equivalent of the Spartan Molon Labe, come and take them motto. The comparison is apt as they both represent responding with force to perceived threats. But I have always, this is from uh, more than just surviving.com. Um, it's not a declaration of war, but rather an implicit threat implying we won't take shit from anyone. Um, and it talks about the join or die flag, which is cool. It's got, um, eight segments, I believe, of a snake chopped up. Um, let's see this is spelled out not as contrary an argument but more as a fact a plainly put statement of resistance which makes it far more applicable to day-to-day life and thus far more frequently used and thus ubiquitous in terms of seeing it used regularly in my mind don't trot on me is very similar to the roman c vis pactum pactum parabellum if you want peace prepare for war it's a fair warning for us all would be oppressor wait hold on it's a fair warning for all would be oppressors to back off regardless of where you're from i think this is a sentiment you can relate to on a human level history behind it it was designed in 1775 during the american revolution by the general and politician christopher gadsden originally it was flown by the continental marines as a motto flag along with the moultrie liberty flag an application in history, it's rooted in its imagery. The infamous snake has been used in the past by Benjamin Franklin's Join or Die, which was actually the first political cartoon, and the rattlesnake as a symbol continued to be used throughout the years as a representation of the American people and their drive for self-determination. If you're wondering if it's ever been used to promote racist agendas before, yes, it has. Instead, the Don't Tread on Me flag at times in the past... Uh, indeed, the Don't Tread on Me flag has at times in the past been hijacked by less than savory groups. Frankly, however, I wouldn't put much weight on that. Why? That's not at all what it was created to mean. It was never originally intended to be used this way, and if tomorrow My Little Pony were randomly hijacked to represent something terrible, degrading, and racist, I'd like to think that people wouldn't put any fault on My Little Pony for that. It's just plain not what the intended purpose of the original creation was, which is fucking true. This is me saying fucking true. It's very easy for people to claim any symbol, quote, as their own, and twist it for their own ends. Objectively speaking, we can find negative connotations attached to all symbols, so on that note, any mention of racist connotations regarding the Gaston flag or the phrase don't tread on me demonstrates a complete lack of understanding of its history and seems to be pushed by a movement leveled by individuals who have an axe to grind against anything that doesn't spawn at a Starbucks. I love this person who wrote this. I find it thoroughly disappointing that so much of our relations with our fellow man have dwindled down to petty partisan bullshit, but here we are. Twenty-seven. This is 2017, apparently. 2017, folks. The fact that this is even being debated is tragic, but to settle the matter once and for all from the New Yorker, the origins of don't the New Yorker what? Uh, the origins of don't tread on me leaps and summarizes were completely 100% anti-British and pro-revolution. Indeed, the EEOC directive uh, agrees. It is clear that the Gadsden flag originated in the Revolutionary War in a non-racial context. Doy. Um, let's see. 
Um, with regards to Rattlesnake's historical adoption as a symbol of the strength of American independence, Benjamin Franklin phrased it best in his essay published by the Pennsylvania Journal, pulled, uh, quote pulled from the, this source. I recollected that her eye excelled in brightness, that any that of any other animal, and that she has no eyelids. She may, th- she may therefore be esteemed an emblem of vigilance. She never begins an attack, nor, when once engaged, ever surrenders. She is therefore an emblem of magnanimity and true courage. As if anxious to prevent all pretensions of quarreling with her, the weapons with which nature has furnished her, she conceals in the roof of her mouth, so that, to those who are unacquainted with her, she appears to be most defenseless animal, and even when those weapons are shown and intended for, their, for her defense, they appear weak and contemptible, but their wounds, however small, are decisive and fatal. Conscious of this, she never wounds till she has generously given notice, even to her enemy, and cautioned him against the danger of treading on her. Was I wrong, sir, in thinking this is a s- strong picture of the temper and conduct of America? Uh, that's a great way of putting the flag, honestly. I love it. All this to say, using the rattlesnake as a symbol of American independence and strength made perfect sense due to the predominance of the timber rattlesnake throughout the 13 colonies and the perception of the rattlesnake as an animal that won't attack until provoked, but will leave a nasty bite once uh, it is. La 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 la. That's a, you know, the whole, this is a great post. It's, uh, again, the website is called morethanjustsurviving.com. And um, an appeal to heaven is another historical um flag that i've seen and i'm like what does that mean and it's basically has a looks like a pine tree in the middle and on the top um the tree is green on the top the writing says an appeal to heaven and the back of the flag is basically like a off-white color so let's see the um, the flag well let me not read that part actually this is a bible quote for we aim at what is honorable not only in the lord's sight but also in the sight of man and that's second corinthians 8 21 through the years, Thomas Jefferson's infamous separation of church and state statement has been perverted, exaggerated, and repeatedly used to drive men and women of faith out of public service. Appeal to Heaven, ATH, agrees with the former president that the church and the state must be separate. We deny, however, the interpretation that those who have committed to Christ should not participate in the political process. Many of the men who signed the Declaration of Independence had some Bible school or seminary training in our founding documents and buildings give credence to Almighty God. These references certainly do not imply a disregard for the teachings of Scripture or those who preach, teach, and believe those principles. An appeal to heaven began because we saw far too few men and women entering politics who took their Christian faith seriously. We heard the usual excuses, quote, politicians are dirty, end quote. The Lord isn't welcome in government anymore. Uh, My family and job take up my time, so I don't have time to get involved in something where I can't really make a difference. With that reality in mind, we are gathering a network of fellow believers serving Christ in public office to fellowship and encourage and serve one another in our common mission. Um, this is a whole, an appeal to heaven history. Um, I'm not going to read all of it because it's kind of long. Um, let's see, though. Uh, I kind of want to read it, though. <laughs> Give me a second. I need some smiley. Excuse me, <laughs> okay, John Locke used the appeal to heaven phrase in his work, Two Treatises, Treatises? I don't know how you say that, of government. Quote, what is my remedy against a robber that's so broken to my house? Appeal to the law for justice, but perhaps justice is denied, or I am crippled and cannot stir, robbed, and have not the means to do it. If God has taken away all means of seeking remedy, there is nothing left but patience. 
But my son, when able, may seek the relief of the law which I am denied. He or his son may renew his appeal till he recover his right. But the conquered or their children have no court nor arbitrator on earth to appeal to. Then they may appeal, as Jephthah did, to heaven and repeat their appeal till they have recovered the the native right of their ancestors, which was to have a legislative over them, as the majority should approve, and freely acquiesce in, end quote. The inspirational phrase used by John Locke was emblazoned on George Washington's revolutionary war flag to remind those over whom it flew that all that after all other alternatives of seeking justice have been exhausted, only an appeal to heaven remains. Colonists who saw it were reminded to be wholly reliant upon heaven and the God who reigns supreme. Their focus was Jesus Christ, and their concern was living by conviction without fear or a worldly cost. Considering the warfare of our generation, it defies logic for a soldier to enter battle carrying a flag rather than a sword or a gun. When the man carrying the flag was wounded or killed in battle, another man dropped his weapon to pick up the flag. The flying of the flag established the identity not only of the soldiers, but of those that they fought to defend. Leaving their identity on the ground was never an option. Some flags, flown, some flags are flown and emblems are worn to show what a person is, status symbols. The appeal to heaven flag is flown or worn to show who a person is, a man or a woman who does not look to men or government for approval, but lives by the principle of their convictions and appeals to the Almighty for protection, provision, and justice. I love it. I love it so much. And what's crazy is that as we were running errands yesterday in the middle of freaking Bay Area, California, I saw this stuck out in someone's front lawn waving beautifully in the sunlight and wind. I was like, holy hell. It was weird. I saw all sorts of trucks and whatnot that had the Gadsden flag on it. And I don't know, you know, there's definitely people that are, I feel like, definitely rising up um, amid all this tyranny, honestly. Um, let's see, this is, uh, by the way, this is all on appealtoheaven.org and they say their mission is, uh, ATH exists to honor the Lord by networking elected officials who are believers in Jesus Christ, who regularly attend and display a commitment to an evangelical gospel centered church and who will commit to live and govern based on biblical constitutional and federalist principles. Quote, the people have no other remedy in this as in all other cases where they have no judge on earth, but appeal, but to appeal to heaven, says John Locke. Um, I love it. So that's the history of that flag. And there's um, a couple of websites where you can buy these flags. One of them is BetsyRossFlagGirl.com. There's other sites. Try to make sure you go to a site that is United States made and, uh, you know, it's not not from China. That's just like blasphemy. Like, (laughs) what's the point of buying an American flag or any uh, American historical flag if it's like made in China? Um, Also, these flags are legit. They're expensive for a reason because they're um, like really nice quality, um, like outdoor flags are supposed to be nylon or, uh, what is it? Nylon or rayon, I believe. So, you know, they'll usually run between 46 to $71 or something, but it's, it's worth it because these are legit, you know, they're with their weather proof. They are withstand weather stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's all for now. Um, you know, we'll be in Texas next week. Holy shit. Um, uh, oh, let me check something real quick. Give me a second. Um, I, I, want, I want to have a guest next week, and I have someone who... I'm not sure, actually. I don't know if I'll be able to have a guest next week, but regardless, I'll be sure to report on all the madness. And I'm, I apologize for being discombobulated, but this moving thing has been <laughs> super stressful and um, just, like, frantic, honestly. And it's, I feel like I have to... I feel like I'm wasting time right now by recording. I'm like, oh, we have stuff to do still. 
But um, yeah, I wanted to thank Emma KJ and uh, random user number, I don't know, there's no point in saying it really, for uh, becoming a new Subscribestar subscriber, uh, excuse me, no, rav- excuse me, Rational Revolutioneer. <laughs> I have to remember to call my peeps as their peeps. Um, so thank you so much for becoming a uh, supporter of my work. I really, really seriously appreciate that. Um, and you too can become one of those supporters by heading to subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. Um, be sure to follow my new Instagram, which is distorted lens 2.0. Um, Twitter is distorted lens. I think it's distorted lens underscore. Let me check real quick. because guess that's my new one. Oh no. Distorted underscore lens L I N D S. Um, yeah. And if you want to monitor, you know, not do the subscribe star monthly thing, then you can donate to my PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. I really sincerely appreciate that. Um, anything you can give a dollar, $5, $10, you know, if you're not able to, um, you know, I guess stand up for freedom and, um, stick your neck out. And I, listen, I, I, I kind of get it, but, um, I'm not like judging people. I don't know. Um, then, you know, you can definitely put your money to people that are, uh, standing up for freedoms. And I'm certainly doing that. Um, and I really encourage you to, to make sp- uh, small moves and your courage. Cause it is terrifying. Listen, I'm still always like, Oh, I hate that feeling of like someone hassling me and causing a ruckus when I just want to get in and get out. I want to get my coffee or I just want to live my life without being like, I'm the bad guy. Why is this such a problem for you? It's fucking not dude. Like you're making it a problem anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I, I really, I feel like people are waiting for like a, a group of people to like save us from this tyranny and madness and socialism, communism crap, but it, it's not going to happen that way. It happens by, you know, united we stand and divided we fall. It really comes down to the individual person making moves and strides. And I swear to you, you not wearing a mask wherever you go makes a huge statement to whoever sees you. Honestly, I think I've talked about that last time and it still has a huge impact. You know, it really is a mimicry thing where subconsciously you'll be like, oh, they're not wearing a mask. I'll take mine off. Um, I really just, I know I always try, I say this or I try to say it because I, I'm just one person and, um, you're one person too, or all one person. Like this is humanity. I mean, is on the line here and our freedoms and our liberties. It's time to, you know, have a conversation with someone. Like even the conversations I have with people that are masked or vaccinated, that's fine. But I, I just like want to have a conversation and be like, um, you know, if you're not taking the mask off, cause I say, you know, like that, um, pods guy, you, I told him, I was like, you don't have to wear a mask around us. It's okay. And he still wore it. And I'm just wondering, and you know, I, I think, I think it's important to have a conversation with people. Um, not that I think that one conversation is going to wake people up. And I think people, some people are truly doomed, but never underestimate the power of just conversations and don't be afraid. Like all of the big tech and, you know, if you lost your job, I really feel for you. This is a collective like I want to like, it's almost like a collective worldwide labor pains kind of a thing. This is going to be really, it's going to get worse. Um, but put your faith in God. Like he's, he protects his children and, um, you know, it, it's given me such peace and, uh, putting my faith in higher powers, which is God and Jesus, like the earthly things that come crashing down on me or you or anyone doesn't have that as much. I mean, it does have an impact, but after it, you know, after the shock or whatever wears off, I'm like, it's fine. Like whatever. I, I, even if I'm homeless, um, I'll be able to live. It's fine, dude. I'm not that I'm okay with being like a dirty, 
just not having great stuff, like just roof over my head, I don't know, food, it's not complicated, I don't need brand name shit, like obviously luxuries are nice, and it's just funny, like I looked at my old uh, makeup account, and I see all these accounts I used to follow, and it was crazy, I immediately got like self-conscious, and I felt like I wasn't enough, like beauty-wise and body-wise, and you know, these people that are all these makeup artists used to follow, and I, I tried to be a makeup artist by the time, I mean, by the way, <laughs> at some point, and I saw quickly how artificial and how fast these people sold out, sold their souls, truly, 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 um, in the industry, and I was like, man, I don't want that at all, you know, there was this one woman who was so talented, um, and she had her own look to her makeup, and then she sold out, and they just become this cookie cutter fucking, they all look the same, now she's posting all this demonic shit, like, it's just wild, because she was never like that before, that's what's so interesting about selling yourself for, like, money and, like, fashion and shit, like, all of a sudden, like, demonic, satanic stuff and imagery is, like, cool, and, you know, you get more followers that way because there's there's more fallen people than um, Christ believers, and I, it's, it's, <laughs> that's biblical, and it's, it's true on earth, you know, um, but just, uh, I don't know, you know, looking at that was very interesting. Just these people that sell themselves out to industries, they're, they're not human, you know, they're not, they're not there. They, like, take so much pride in, like, a, a, the unwrapping of a uh, Gucci or Chanel purse. I'm like, I will say one of my friends gave me an old coach bag um, that was not my style. I, I don't like coach at all, Louis Vuitton, when it comes to name, you know, big name brand stuff. Um, because they have their name plastered on every fucking thing, and it's just gaudy. I'm like, cool, we know that's your product. It's annoying. It's like, look at me. Look at myself. Look, look, look. You see it's Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, look, 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 Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. Look at all the LBs. You see the LB? LBs all over. It's just like, dude, shut the fuck. Like, your bag is screaming at me. Go away. It's so obnoxious. Um, I, 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 you know, the whole Ubisoft shit, like, broke me. I hated being brands and having brands on me. Because I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to advertise your shit for free. Fuck you. Anyway, that's a random tangent. Um, I was going to say about that. I forgot. Oh, it's just so insane that these people put their all their value in items, you know? Like, oh, I was going to say about the coach purse. Uh, I wound up selling it because, well, here's the thing. Uh, high-end stuff is, is awesome. Like, really well-made, well-structured, built to last, way more comfortable. Um, as a seamstress myself, professional seamstress, seeing high-end items, how they're sewn is, like, like, it's, like, porn for me. Like, I love it. It's just a beautiful thing to see. And it, the coach bag was really well-structured. It was impressive. But it's, like, the dumbest bag ever. It's for, like, real housewives that have chauffeurs and whatnot, like, that don't have to bend over to pick up anything. Because, like, it's a purse. I don't even know what you call them. Like, bowling bag or... It's, like, a structured square. And you can't close the top. It's, like, open. Like, so I'm, like... I'm the clumsiest person ever, and I'm messy. There's... I'm What the fuck is this... I was like, I'm not going to use this. So I sold it like immediately. Yeah, that was my friend that, uh, it was, she was a clarinetist in the San Francisco uh, orchestra. Really nice friend. Um, until, uh, I bailed on her so many times that she met with me and she made me, she kept like, you know, I understand like, um, I was not a good friend in the sense that I bailed on her too many times, maybe go for bike rides and stuff. Um, but we met and she like grilled on me and was like, I'm, but like not in a nice way. Like I, I, I was like, wow, I'm really sorry. I'm, you know, that was, that's unex. I shouldn't have done that, and that was really rude. I apologize. But then she kept like really digging into me after that, and I was cr like bawling, crying in the inside of this restaurant. I went out. I was like, can we go outside? This is embarrassing. Or just I didn't expect this. Um, and and like she just kept 
grilling it to me. And I was like, now you're just being fucking cruel. Like, it's really bizarre to me when I'm like legitimately crying and someone has a reaction of, okay, that's enough. And to see how like relentless someone can be to someone else is shocking. Um, and that was, it was a really weird, like during our friendship, it was great. But then after that fiasco, like we never talked again and she's a, you know, she's a very OCD, perfectionist, frantic person. Um, I'm not like saying it's a bad thing, but that whole thing was so weird. I was like, what the fuck, man? It was, it was cruel. And like, I listen, I know I was an asshole. I know it wasn't right bailing on someone like that that many times. But I owned up to it, and I was, I, you know, it's a, I'm like, yeah, that was fucked up. I shouldn't have done that. I can see how much it's hurting you. It, that's messed up. I don't know. People are weird, and I think it's definitely stemmed from childhood, you know. It always is. It always is, no matter what. Whenever someone has any sort of reaction or uh, is, is, is one way or another, it's always childhood-related. Always, always, always. Try to remember that if someone, like, lashes out at you or is nasty, just remember, it's it's never about you, dude. Like, it's definitely... Think about it in this way. Like, how they're reacting to you is coming from them. It's coming from them, period. Like, you are just involved in it, but the way they're reacting is on them. I'm not saying that means that whatever the person's doing that is being reacted to is, like, they're an innocent, innocent person automatically, but, you know, if someone is, like, being crazy, and it's like, dude, you, got, you need therapy. That's all I can think. And I mean that sincerely. Anyway, so... Learn to trust in yourself and believe in yourself and put your faith in God. Just try it. Like, I'm not making you do anything. But I think in these times, it's a lot of people are feeling really stressed and anxious and um, awful. And um, I think, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm just speaking from my own experience here. Um, trusting in God and praying to God repeatedly and thanking him for everything he's given us. Um, even small things, I make sure to thank because it's uh, definitely his doing. I can feel it. But... Um, hang in there, you know, it's going to get worse. Just, you know, surround yourself with your friends and family, get your people's, um, you know, your friends that you're friends with, get their phone number and their name and, um, address. If you're close to them, get some sort of contact. Cause if their account gets nuked, you know, they're, they're gone really. Um, and surround yourself with a really good community, you know, find a church that is a church that fits with you because just like any dentist or hairstylist, finding a church that is like your church that you jive with is, Something you have to look for. And, um, oh, let me mention that real quick. I was looking for a maskless church in Texas on Yelp. Um, uh, not that I know Yelp is like bought out by a lot of people. You know, you pay someone to leave a review. Anyway, uh, there's this chick that left a review. There's like these two churches I was looking at and she reviewed both of them. One of them, she was like, oh, we had, we had to, I had to leave this one. Oh, no, the one that I want to go to is the one that she likes and I'm bookmarked. The other one um, that she talked about in the new church review was like, I'm so glad I went to this church because the other church, I forgot the name. She said, listen to this, dude. She said that church is now segregating people by vaccinated and unvaccinated. I was like, that is not a house of God. That is not a a God preaching, you know, Jesus loving church at all. I'm like, that's not a church. That's not God's church. That is disgusting. Like, like in all places, Texas, I'm just like, what the, literally, that is, that is not a God's, that's not God's doing. Never, no way. No way. It's ridiculous. Wild, 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 wild. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to, this is like the most Irish goodbye ever. Whatever. Um, yeah. Hang in there, you guys. Um, guys and gals, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, some airline, uh, banned that phrase. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Remember reality. Um, don't, for, don't forget to speak the truth. And don't be afraid of speaking the truth. And uh, God bless. Mm-hmm.